Welcome back to another daily walk. Well, today we want to spend a little bit of time bowing our head in prayer. Prayer is one of these things that, particularly for us gung-ho, action-driven guys, is very hard for us to do. But it's the thing that we oftentimes need the most. Prayer is radically important. Prayer is radically important. And it can be difficult, especially depending on your personality. Now, some people's personality types, prayer is a lot easier, and then getting into the Word is a lot harder. The reality, though, is that we worship in spirit and in truth. Remember what, what uh, Jesus says to the Samaritan woman, we worship in spirit and in truth. And what that really means, ultimately, is that when we come before God, the truth is given to us from the scriptures. That is the authoritative word of God, the inerrant word of God, the thing that really helps us understand the most what prayer is or what, what knowledge is, what God is. But then we get into the heart of God. The heart of God is prayer. And I've said this in, um, I've said this in Testing on Temptations that prayer gets us into the heart of God and Bible study gets us into the mind of God. So the mind of God and the heart of God. And if any one of these two things is missing in our Christian life, we are up for, uh, we are up for some extra struggles. All right. So really the true balance of the Christian life is to understand both of those facets. I'm really good on the academic stuff. I am just a geek through and through. I'm that guy who broke all the curves in college that you didn't like. I was the guy that prior to having my biochemistry course in college, I actually read two full biochemistry textbooks from cover to cover and noted and outlined both of them. I'm a geek. I am just such a nerd. I love getting books. I love reading books. I love digesting books. And so for that theological aspect of my life, I am so good at the knowledge and so good at the understanding because I am at the core an academic person. But I struggle with a prayer life. I do. And it's not that I don't ever pray. It's just I struggle more with a prayer life. And a lot of you are like that. You will generally either one of those two is going to come very natural to you and one of those two is going to take some extra discipline. So for my life, as I work in at becoming a more disciplined prayer warrior, um, one of the books I had sitting on my to-read shelf is a book by D.L. Moody, and I believe it's called uh, Prevalent Prayer, I think is what it's called. Um, I'll have it linked in the description down below so you can see what it is. Um, but it is a great book from D.L. Moody about prayer and the importance of prayer throughout uh, throughout the world. And so really what I want to do with that book is I want to take some time and slowly read it and digest it and study it and understand it so I can understand the heart of D.L. Moody in this matter, who was a prayer warrior. Now, if you're unfamiliar with D.L. Moody, um, he lived around the time of the Great Awakenings. Um, he is the founder of the Moody Church. Um, the Moody Bible Institute was dedicated to him, um, was built uh, only a couple decades after he, he died. Um, he also founded the YMCA's. Just so many great things in in that realm. And um, with that being said, I really want to spend some time studying who D.L. Moody is and what he said. And the first part of his book, which is the only part I've read so far, uh, is just about the historical places of prayer, first starting in Scripture. 
what are the ways and places that we see scripture really identifying and showing prayer? We see Samuel uh, is born because Hannah prays so fervently before God that he was a gift from God and that's why she gave him entirely to God. And then after that, of course, God opened her womb and she was able to, to have children. Um, there's so many instances of prayer like that recorded in the scripture. We have the life of Jesus, which was a life bathed in prayer. We had Paul, the life bathed in prayer. All these things. And then he went out of that and then walked through church history, those times that we fully understood what prayer was and where it was going. And every time I personally have disciplined myself in the disciplines of prayer, I have seen tremendous things happen in my life and in the lives of those I've been praying for, but I haven't always done as good of a job. And that's one of the things that I'm really working on right now is identifying and opening up that prayer life in such a way. So I will be talking more about this book as I read through it. Maybe I'll do another one at halfway through and another one at the end of it. But I want to spend, uh, spend some time today just talking about how important it is and what is prayer. Uh, of course, we also did a uh, foundation study. The recent foundation study was also on prayer. In fact, we are halfway through it. We have one more to go. And so um, have a look at, the, at what we said about prayer in the foundation study. Now, prayer itself is talking and communicating with God. It's not all just a one way, us just talking. There's a lot of prayer is us stopping and also reflecting. We need to pray scripture back to God. Prayer isn't about us getting things that we want. It's not about us doing glorified begging. You go, you know, you get up in the morning, pray, I pray that God gives me safe travels, and I pray that God gives me this and gives me that. I want the job promotion. I want this. I want that. All this glorified begging, that's not necessarily prayer. Now, we are told to pray for supplication. That's called supplication, supply, supplication. We're told to pray for supplication. But we're also told that sometimes we pray to spend it on our pleasures. Remember James chapter 4, you pray, uh, or he says you ask in NASB, you ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend it on your pleasures. If we are praying with those wrong motives, if we're praying to get things, if we're praying for our own selves, our own glorification, do not be surprised when God does not answer. Sometimes, we pray for something and God wants to give us growth instead. Um, there's so much to the life of prayer, but it is m less about us getting things from God and more about us conforming our will to God's will in our life. Because a person who really spends time seeking and understanding God, whether it through Bible study, whether it through, um, whether it through prayer, whether it through any other means of grace, when we sit down and spend time in prayer with God, we are now in communion with the creator of the universe who also loves and cares for us so greatly. That's so important. So when you come before God to pray, first you want to pray your confessions. We, do, we still struggle with sin. We, we commit sin. We need to pray to God that we have relief from these sins. Um, we need to pray in those ways. We need to pray adoration for God. We need to pray thanksgiving to God and then finally um, supplication from God. So all of these are very important things as we engage our life in Christ. Prayer is that important. Prayer is that important.
All right. So with that being said, spend some time this week and pray. Write down a list of things to pray for and keep a prayer journal. See where God answers your prayers. Just take on that spiritual discipline in your life and see where that lends you. Remember, prayer is the heart of God. Bible study is the mind of God. You need both to grow in Christ. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. Thank you.